Today is the 21st day of June, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Send out your light and your truth, that they may lead me and bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. Let us confess our sins against God and against our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. Psalms for the 21st day, evening prayer, Psalm 106. Alleluia. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Who can declare the mighty acts of the Lord, or show forth all his praises? Happy are those who act with justice, and always do what is right. Remember me, O Lord, with the favor you have for your people and visit me with your saving help, that I may see the prosperity of your elect and be glad with the gladness of your people, that I may glory with your inheritance. We have sinned as our forebearers did. We have done wrong and dealt wickedly. In Egypt, they did not consider your marvelous works, nor remember the abundance of your love. They defied the Most High at the Red Sea but he saved them for his name's sake to make his power known. He rebuked the Red Sea and it dried up. He led them through the deep as through the desert. He saved them from the hand of those who hated them and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. The waters covered their oppressors. Not one of them was left. Then they believed his words and sang him songs of praise. But they soon forgot his deeds and did not wait for his counsel. 
A craving seized them in the wilderness, and they put God to the test in the desert. He gave them what they asked, but he sent leanness into their soul. They envied Moses in the camp and Aaron, the Holy One of the Lord. The earth opened and swallowed Dathan and covered the company of Abram. Fire blazed up against their company and flames devoured the wicked. Israel made a bull calf at Horeb and worshiped a molten image. And so they exchanged their glory for the image of an ox that feeds on grass. They forgot God, their savior, who had done great things in Egypt, wonderful deeds in the land of Ham and fearful things at the Red Sea. So he would not have destroyed them had not Moses, his chosen, stood before them in the breach to turn away his wrath from consuming them. They refused the pleasant land and would not believe his promise. They grumbled in their tents and would not listen to the voice of the Lord. So he lifted his hand against them to overthrow them in the wilderness, to cast out their seed among the nations and to scatter them through the lands. They joined themselves at Baal and ate sacrifices offered to the dead. They provoked him to anger with their actions and a plague broke out among them. Then Phineas stood up and interceded and the plague came to an end. This was reckoned to him as righteousness throughout all generations forever. Again, they provoked his angers at the waters of Meribah so that he punished Moses because of them. For they so embittered his spirit and they spoke rash words with his lips. They did not destroy the peoples as the Lord has commanded them. They intermingled with the heathen and learned their pagan ways so that they worshiped their idols, which became a snare to them. Their sacrifice, their sons and their daughters to evil spirits. They shed innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters, which they offered to the idols of Canaan and the land was defiled with blood. Thus they were polluted by their actions and went whoring into the evil deeds. Therefore the wrath of the Lord was kindled against his people and he abhorred his inheritance. He gave them over to the hand of the heathen, and those who hated them ruled over them. Their enemies oppressed them, and they were humbled under his hand. Many a time did he deliver them, but they rebelled through their own devices and were brought down to their iniquity. Nevertheless, he saw their distress. When he had heard their lamentation, he remembered his covenant with them and relented in accordance with his great mercy. He caused them to be pitied, but those who held them captive. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the nations, that we may give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praise. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Let all the people say, Amen, Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, and was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, beginning at the first verse. 
When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like a rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages, as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound the crowd gathered, and they were bewildered, because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. In our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others sneered and said, They are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea, and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you, and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my Spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show portents in the heaven above and signs of the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. And the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high, shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen.
A reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 20, beginning at the 27th verse. Some Sadducees, those who say there is no resurrection, came to Jesus and asked him a question. Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies, leaving a wife but no children, the man shall marry the widow and raise up children for his brother. Now there were seven brothers, the first married and died childless. Then the second and the third married her, and so in the same way all seven died childless. Finally the woman also died. In the resurrection, therefore, whose wife will the woman be? For the seven had married her. Jesus said to them, Those who belong to this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are considered worthy of a place in this life and in the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. Indeed, they cannot die any more, because they are like angels and are children of God, being children of the resurrection. And the fact that the dead are raised, Moses himself showed, in the story about the bush, where he speaks of the Lord as the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Now he is God, not of the dead, but of the living. For to him all of them are alive. Then some of the scribes answered, Teacher, you have spoken well, for they no longer dared to ask him another question. Here ends the readings. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. For behold, darkness covers the land, deep gloom enshrouds the peoples. But over you the Lord will rise, and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will stream to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawning. Your gates will always be open. By day or night they will never be shut. They will call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Violence will no more be heard in your land ruin or destruction within your borders. You will call your walls salvation and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day. By night you will not need the brightness of the moon. The Lord will be your everlasting light and your God will be your glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading for the Wednesday from the Proslogion of Anselm, Archbishop of Canterbury in the year 1109. My soul, have you found what you were seeking? You were seeking God, and you have found that he is a being superior to all beings, a being than which nothing greater can be conceived. You have found that this being is life itself, light, wisdom, goodness, eternal blessedness, and blessed eternity, and that it is eternal and omnipresent. If you have not found your God, how is he this being which you have found and which you have conceived him to be with such certain truth and such true certainty. 
But if you have found him, why do you not feel that you have found him? Why, O Lord our God, does not my soul feel you if she has found you? Has she not found him whom she found to be light and truth? For how did my soul understand this except by seeing light and truth? Could she understand anything at all about you except through your light and your truth? Hence, if my soul has seen light and truth, she has seen you. If she has not seen you, she has not seen light and truth. Is the light and truth that she has seen without, however, seeing you, the result of her seeing you only in part, but not as you are? Lord, my God, my creator and renewer, tell my longing soul what you are other than what she has seen so that she may clearly see what she desires. My soul strains to see you more but she sees nothing except darkness beyond what she has already seen. Rather, she does not see darkness, for there is none in you, but she sees that she cannot see farther because of her own darkness. Why is this, O Lord? Why is this? Is the eye of the soul darkened by its infirmity or dazzled by your glory? Surely, it is both darkened in itself and dazzled by you. Doubtless, it is both obscured by its own insignificance and overwhelmed by your infinity. Truly, it is both contracted by its own narrowness and overcome by your greatness. Indeed, how great is that light from which shines every truth which gives light to the rational mind. How great is that truth in which is everything that is true and outside of which is only nothingness and the false. How boundless is the truth which sees at a glance whatever has been made and by whom and how it has been made out of nothing. What purity what certainty, what splendor where it is. Assuredly, more than a creature can conceive. Here ends the reading. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, and born of the Virgin Mary, and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Save your people, O Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who sets the solitary in families, we commend to your continual care the homes in which your people dwell. Put far from them, we ask of you, every root of bitterness, the desire of vainglory, and the pride of life. Fill them with faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness. Knit together in constant affection those who in holy wedlock have been made one flesh. Turn the hearts of the parents to the children and the hearts of the children to the parents. And so enkindle fervent charity among us all, that we may evermore be kindly affection one to another through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, whose Son has nowhere to lay his head, grant that those who live alone may not be lonely in their solitude but that following in his steps, they may find fulfillment in loving you and their neighbors. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, you have made one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus 
forever and ever. Amen.